You are listening to the Holistic Travel Nurse Podcast. Um, thanks for stopping in. Thanks for hopping on. Um, people always ask me, what is the Holistic Travel Nurse? I made up that, my whole little name, because I've worked as a travel nurse now for five years, maybe almost six. And then um, Holistic because yet... In my practice, I will do some holistic stuff with what my specialty is that I still work. But really on the side, I care about getting people back to taking care of their health naturally and holistically and teaching you the things that I did wrong in my own health, what I've seen in healthcare that is so messed up over the years, and especially the past two years, um, been in the hospitals and now my approach to taking care of your health. And this is just my personal, you know, opinions. And then I back things up with whatever books data I can when it comes to teaching and sharing natural healing. Lately, I've been just wanting to share what the media and nobody will talk about. And that's the truth. Um, I'm going to play a couple clips from different stuff. So tonight, as I'm recording this... I have this little clip, um, and I just let's start here. What in response to attorney's FOIA request, U.S. CDC admitting that it no has no record of an unvaccinated person spreading COVID after recovery. Okay. Sorry about that. Anyways, let me see if I can refresh this. But it, it, there's a response that it says uh, the attorneys in the FOC, the U.S. CDC admits that there is no record of an unvaccinated person spreading COVID after recovering from COVID, which I had COVID and I'm recovered and I'm not getting the shot against my religious and medical beliefs. Let's see if this will refresh. And let's see if this one will play. Sometimes my Wi-Fi is funky monkey. So I thought that was interesting to start with. Um, I'm going to back this up with this. This is like part two of this guy, um, naturopath, and his um, speech he did at a freedom conference. I thought it was so good that I'm going to back it up. And he goes over data. So I want you, if you've not heard the other one, in, to listen to more of his. Um, it's on my... Um, episode take max take massive action to hear the beginning parts of this we're going to start it from the middle well if the computer wants to behave Hmm. Well, no internet, it says. Give it a second here. What in the world? Like, it says I have all bars for my internet. And I'm just going to switch it. I'm just super annoyed. <sighs> to figure out the Wi-Fi here a little bit better. Sometimes it's, um, I wish I could just plug it in and that but sometimes i just use my phone all right listen to this whole slew of i think it's chapter 18 
laws that have been violated, including intent to defraud the American people. Yes, it's serious. I think we all agree at this point it's serious, right? And people that did this have to be held accountable. So last October, my team published this, this in a peer-reviewed journal, IPAC. You can read about it. And what it brought us to is, and we covered in here all of this in detail. So anybody want to nerd out? Go ahead and read it. We'd love you for it. Share it with attorneys. Share it with people that are elected officials that actually are pissed and want to do something. And then get in touch with me. We love educating elected officials and attorneys. We love it, love it, love it. Okay? So, is violating federal law right or wrong? Is this willful misconduct? Yes. Do masks work? No. They think we're stupid, but your people are not stupid. You're doing a great job. I got to tell you, this is fantastic. Right? Give yourselves a round. I mean it. Give yourselves a round. You didn't fall for it. Doesn't it feel good? I knew something was wrong, and I didn't fall for it. That makes me feel good, right? This comes from CDC Europe on mass. There is limited evidence. Do you know when a major organization like the CDC says limited, you know what that translates as? None. We ain't got none. Okay? There is limited evidence on the effectiveness of medical face masks for the prevention of COVID-19 in community. But you're telling us we have to still do this? Yeah. <laughs> I just heard like Gilbert Gottfried in my head, you know, that. We identified only one randomized controlled trial. What? This was issued in February of this year. It's been a year. There's only been one trial on this? Y'all got billions of dollars. I mean, last time I checked, Bill Gates ain't broke, right? The study showed an 18% decrease in the incidence of COVID-19 among people. That sounds like a lot in the intervention group compared to the control group. However, this difference was not statistically significant. Masks don't work. Let me tell you a story. We just got a call last week from a mom in Oregon whose daughter, 16-year-old, was trying out for the basketball team. Now, they had told all of the team that if anybody violates any of the rules, this little abbreviated four-game season, they would cancel it on the spot. Does that sound like a threat to you? It sounds like a threat to me. Our kids have been through enough. I'd be on fire right there if that was my kid, right, hearing that. Little girl comes from track practice. We're outside. She doesn't have to wear a mask because two weeks prior, another little girl crashed at the finish line running 800 meters while trying to wear a mask. How stupid do you have to be to tell a kid to put on a mask and go run two laps around a track as fast as you can? 
Did you all hear about the two kids in China that died last year doing this? Feel like I'm in a Forrest Gump movie sometimes, right? So they said, well, we'll let the kids who are actually running now take off their masks if they're outdoors. What? They're 99.9999999999999% right? What are you talking about? Little girl wants to make the team, wants to impress her teammates, got the mask on. What did we do? How many of y'all balled out when you were kids in high school? How many of y'all played, right? What do coaches love to do in tryouts? Wind sprints, right? Remember the lines? Boom, <laughs> boom, oh my God. So old, my knees just, I just blew out a knee trying that, right? Little girl says to the coach, coach, I'm having trouble breathing. Can I go sit down? Coach says, yes, go sit down. Little girl pulls the mask down to here so she can start to catch her breath. Teammate sees it, has been threatened with losing the season, runs over to her and yells at her, put your mask back on. Coercion, ugly coercion. Little girl is going lightheaded goes into the bathroom. Now, mind you, there are five adults on this court. Not one of them notices her going into the bathroom. If I'm a, I'm a coach, if one of my athletes says to me, I'm having trouble breathing, and I'm the only coach, practice stops. And I am escort that kid to a place where they can be looked after, right? Five adults ignored this little girl. She goes into the bathroom. She can't breathe, so she pulls her mask down and lays down on the cold floor. She still can't breathe. Luckily, this is when you know God is good. A friend of hers sees her go off the court, didn't see her come back out, and breaks out of practice to go and check on her. That's love talking right there, agreed? She goes in and she's starting to go into hyperventilation. The little girl who goes in and sees her runs back out to the coaches. Hey, we got a problem in here. They run in, she's on the floor. She tries to turn over and get up and passes out completely. <laughs> starts going into the beginning stages of cardiac arrest. They call 911, an ambulance gets there in a hurry. She's not responsive. This just happened. She's not responsive. They start administering oxygen and she comes back in. Duh! And then passes out again. This is a life-threatening situation caused by what? Something that does not work. Exactly it is. Exactly it is. Good news, she's okay today. Woo!
is forcing children to wear something that doesn't work right or wrong. Is this willful misconduct? Are you getting that term now? This is our ammunition. They've had a year and change with lies. Now we're going to bring decades of truth to the table. Agreed? So we wrote this paper, published it. This is a 444-page behemoth. But we didn't write it for the layperson. We wrote it for attorneys and elected officials. But we want to make sure you can get it too. To make it easy to read, we have the first uh, 19 pages are just an executive summary. And we even have a shorter one back there for you because we want you to read it. Okay, so you can be educated. So when people say stupid things to you, it doesn't have to turn into an emotional confrontation. We don't win those. That's what they want us to do. We have to keep our composure, agreed? God's on your side. Don't freak out. So, is asymptomatic transmission a thing? I told you I was giving you a shovel, right? It's not. So you need to have a couple things to prove asymptomatic transmission. You have to, number one, make sure there's no clinical signs or symptoms. Agreed? No fever, no cough. Agreed? Right? Then you have to make sure that there's no virus, excuse me, that there is virus in the bloodstream. Agreed? You have to say the virus is there. Then you have to make sure and show that there's no immune response to the virus being there. This is the medical standard of proof. They didn't follow this. But one team out of China did, and guess how many people they checked for? 10 million, almost 10 million people. Virus cultures were even done on the blood that was drawn. They found out of the 10 million, almost 10 million people, that there were only 300 candidates for possible asymptomatic transmission. 300. Does that sound like that's something that can happen? They checked those people's blood to see if they could culture the virus. Out of those 300 people, how many of them do you think they were able to culture the virus in? Zero. That is definitive empirical evidence that asymptomatic transmission is not possible. Every public health policy is based upon this lie. Every single one. Shouldn't our country at least try to replicate this study on a smaller scale? We have all this money for everything else. They're just using our money left and right. Did you check for the Pfizer vaccine come in yet? It did? How much you get? Oh, right? They used our money to make this, and then we don't get anything back? Doesn't make sense, does it? But then you get to this study here published in JAMA a few, uh, a few weeks later, and look what this study is saying. 59% of all transmissions are asymptomatic. Huh? Look who, look who helped with this study. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC. So what was different about these two studies when we side-by-side -side them? 
One study had 9,898,828 participants enrolled. The study that found 0% asymptomatic transmission. Another study had zero enrolled participants, the CDC JAMA study. And they said 59%. How in the world can you get to 59% asymptomatic transmission with zero enrolled participants? Y'all want to laugh? Y'all ready to laugh? Okay? They think we're stupid. Y'all ready to laugh? There is actually a medical condition for this. It's called Pseudologica Fantastica. It means you lie so much that you believe your own lies. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep. Pseudologia Fantastica. I don't think they're medically competent to be able to be in charge of our care anymore. What do y'all think? Uh, I'll leave this one alone. You all are getting inundated. I think I've made my point uh, with some of this. But where do you think the most likely place of contracting this is? Well, hospital, yeah. If you want to go sick, you can go to a hospital. Fine, you find some nosocomial stuff there for real. I mean, no, let's let's just think about this. We all reasonably intelligent people, right? Are you going to contract this out in the forest by yourself on a hike? Are you going to contract this in your car wearing a mask by yourself? You know the people that trip me out are the ones that got like three masks on. I'm like, my God, you must be the most gullible person in the world. Thank you for showing me. I actually asked a lady in the store one day, I was like, excuse me, I gotta ask, I gotta know. Why are you wearing three? She was really sweet. She said, you never know. <laughs> I said, hey, if that's how you want to express your freedom, more power to you. All right, whatever. Okay. Are you going to contract this? Are you going to contract something like this? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Where, where's, a crazy, where's a crazy place you've seen somebody freaking out? At the ocean. You're going to contract this at the ocean. Are you going to contract this? on a surfboard by yourself putting 10 toes over because you can hang that tip. Are you going to do it? No, right? Where's the most likely place? Let's think about this. Come on, y'all. Just think logically, right? Just think simply. Where are you going to contract this if you're going to contract this? Who said home? Home. This is where we always get sick. Little Johnny came home with the nose running like a faucet and wiped the hands everywhere, right? You are 25 times more likely to contract this, duh, like anything else at home than anywhere else. Are you scared of the people you love? I'm not, right? How many of y'all old enough to remember chicken pock parties? 
crazy for doing those, right? It was smart. I remember being so upset. One of my friends, childhood friends, Gina, contracted chicken pox. All the parents, of course, are bringing their kids over. There's a chicken pox party. Everybody's having a ball. I'm there. We were all promised that we were going to get this and we would miss school together. I was the only one that didn't get it. I remember sitting in school and having Sister Carmelita of the Immaculate Reception look at me and go, you're the only one, huh? <laughs> My God, where do we contract things? Where do we transmit things? At home, right? And what do we, what are we always done when we are sick? We stay home. This was not rocket science. Stay home, right? And then a couple days later, a little chicken noodle soup. A little, you know, watching the TV with the blanket wrapped around you. A little dog in it for an extra day or two because it's close to the weekend and you might as well. I didn't miss Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday so I could go back to school on Thursday, right? A little dog in it. And the next week you're fine. What happened in Sweden? They're chilling. Have you seen any of the videos in China recently? They're chilling. There's no mass. Everybody's hanging out. They partying. How many of y'all seen what's going on in Texas? They chilling. Right? Why can't we have that here? Because, because one person said no. I didn't know I elected you to be my mommy and my daddy. I don't live in their house no more, right? My God, crazy time. So, is lying about asymptomatic transmission right or wrong? Is this willful misconduct? And now, can you join me in closing your eyes for a second? Take a long breath in. Breathe that air in. It feels good not to have a diaper on your face. You don't need no pampers. Take another one in. That's God saying, like, that's why we call it inspiration. They want you to put something on your face because they don't want you to be inspired. Take another one in. Long breath in. It's that good oxygen. It's this community immunity. I ain't never gonna be a part of a herd, I'll tell you that right now. I ain't no cow, I ain't there for slaughter, right? But I'll be in a community with somebody. Take another breath in. And I want you to think about what you wanna see come out of this in a good way. For you, the people you love, your kids, communities you live in, see it. Bring that vision into reality. One more breath in. 
now. Do this for me. Point to yourself and freeze. Keep pointing and open your eyes. Look where you all are pointing to. Your heart. Guess what you just told me about yourselves? You just told me where you're coming from. Don't let the devil make you angry. Don't let the devil take this love that you have for yourself, for your family, for your country, and make you feel like it's bad. You're coming from your heart, and that means you have the power to create whatever you want to create. That's what God's promise is to all of us. Amen? So now what I want you to do is take a minute, stand up please, because the butt, well it says the mind can only accept what the booty can endure, right? Share the vision you have with the neighbor. Talk it out. What are you going to do? What do you want to create? Talk it out right now for a couple minutes. What do you want to create? Go for it. Come on. Come on up. Come on up. Yeah. Nice.
Okay, everybody. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's let's give everybody a big hug. Number one, big hug. And then give me just five more minutes of your time. Just five more minutes of your time, okay? Just five more minutes of your time. Just five more minutes of your time. Five more minutes, everybody. Just five more minutes. All right. How do you feel? You feel alive right now? Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels good to talk to each other and hug each other. They keep saying we're in this together, right? There's no more powerful way to show that we're in this together than hugging. It's one of the best medicines ever invented, right? I love doing it, okay? Now, I have more here, obviously, but we're not going to get to it, right? We can talk about PCR testing, more willful misconduct, and I have some information in there. You know what? I just wanted to share this one thing. It's, this tickles me right here. Had they done cycle threshold right, they would have stopped at about 25 and it would have made roughly about 16 million copies. But instead, the, C the FDA and CDC said, no, it should be at 40 for unvaccinated people. And look how many copies they made of whatever they sampled. 549 billion. You think you can find what you were looking for if you had 549 billion chances to find something? Right? Willful misconduct. Okay. So we, we talk more about this in our most recent paper, which you'll get, you can get the executive summary on. You know, every time they move in their mouth, they lying. <laughs> right? I ain't afraid to say it either. That's one thing we got to stop doing is being afraid to speak that, right? I don't have to be mean about it. I don't have to be like, you a liar! It is kind of fun. It's cathartic. Liar! <laughs> hey, did y'all see uh, Princess Bride? Right? Liar! 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 It'd be fun to be her for a day, right? It'd be fun. So let me tell you a little secret here about working with people. And I learned this from George Foreman, heavyweight champ, right? George Foreman says some crazy stuff, but nobody ever mad at him. You know why? Because he smiles at the end of everything he said. Well, I don't know, but that guy really didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> right? 
I'm going to tell y'all, I, I get it. I'm right there with you. I have my days, and I be mad too, right? Especially when I see little kids getting hurt. They, they, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not okay with that, okay? But one of the things we got to get better at, people, is we got to be get better at speaking the truth, having that courage to speak the truth, and do it with a smile. If you take nothing away from today, take this with you. Speak your heart. And speak your heart and end it with a smile. Right? Why? Because people will forget what you tell them. But they'll never forget the way you make them feel. Okay? Now, are we going to fail sometimes with that? Yes. But are we going to be successful more often than not? The devil wants us to fight by being angry, grabbing guns, putting on Make America Great Again hats. Right? That's what they want. What they don't want is somebody saying, hey, let me work with you. It's hard to make somebody who's nice into a villain. It's not impossible, but it's hard. So I ask nicely and I beg and I plead. And as much as I'm not a fan of Dr. Deed Seilinger, I honestly do want him to reach out to me and collaborate with me. I do want, because I know he's a vehicle to helping more people. If we can just get him to find that love that is in his heart somewhere. Right? They'll know we are Christians by our love. Something like that, right? Something like that. So, I want to say again, um, I think Pastor Dave and his lovely wife, Cheryl, deserve a big round of applause for all this, right? I want to say to all the fellow panelists, um, all of you inspire me every day, and I'm really grateful for you. Thank you so much. Can we give them a round of applause, too? And when I tell you it's a privilege to be here with you today, I mean it. I really do. Because when I come in here, I see hope. I feel hope. I would be disappointed if we had two people in here, but I still would be a little hopeful of that. Hey, we got two. <laughs> right? <laughs> I look at Pastor Devin like, it's a start. <laughs> So, um, in closing thoughts, there's, there's more information in here, and you can get some. I do hope, because uh, you see, I can talk forever, right? 
I can break. If you want to talk about this, I can go on and on. I'll catch you at dinner. We can chat and all this stuff. They lying, they lying, they lying, they lying, they lying. Right? But I get to these, I get to these pictures. Yeah, it's hard, right? It's supposed to be hard. Right? It's supposed to be hard. But it's not supposed to be hard so we feel sad. It's supposed to be hard so we feel empowered and find that courage in our heart and say, I'm going to honor these children and their families with my work. I'm going to honor these children and their families by speaking the truth with a smile. And that's going to be enough. Now you shared what you have as a vision for the future, right? With each other, right? Next thing to do is just act on it. My, my people say, ain't nothing to it but to do it, right? So I want to leave you with, um, I'm really big on blessings. I didn't understand, Pastor Dave, the, you know, they, they, our parents teach us about curses, right? They say, don't curse somebody, right? I didn't understand why we're not supposed to curse each other. We're not supposed to curse each other because curses rebound. Okay? What you do comes back on you. <laughs> right? But then what's really interesting about that is if that's true for curses, that means it's got to be true for blessings too. Right? So one of the things I'm very adamant about, especially when I get into terse, potentially terse conversations with people, is I lead the conversation with a blessing, even if it's a silent one. Because some people got this weird thing about God these days. I don't get it. You know, this this omnipotent being that gave you life all of a sudden ain't cool. What you talking about, man? <laughs> I wouldn't be here, right? This is a gift, right? This is a gift. Every day of it is a gift. So I want to leave you all with this. And this is one of my standard ones I, I do now to close things out. May God shine his divine light upon you, everyone you love, and surround you in the protection of his warm embrace. I'm Dr. Hanley for the Energetic Health Institute. It's a privilege to have been with you today. God bless you. God bless your families. God bless the United States of America. Amazing. Amazing. Um, it was so good. And so I hope you like that. I wonder if I should keep this so long. All right, that's perfect. I don't need to go any longer. Thank you so much. He ended with a beautiful note. Please share it. 